Hey everyone, how's it going? In this segment, I'm going to talk about racing tyres, and in particular the Toyo R888R, which is the mandatory control tyre that I have to use on my Toyota MR2 for it to be eligible to race in the Toyota MR2 Championship. Now, this championship is not the only championship I race in. I also participate in road sports and club enduro with the 750 Motor Club where I'm allowed to use any tyre from the MSA Blue Book, the MSA being the governing body that governs motorsport on behalf of the FAA in the United Kingdom. In there, there's a big list of tyres that we can pick and choose from. But as I also race in MR2 Championship, and that is only allowed that specific type of tyre, it makes sense for me to use that one rather than swap them around all the time. Now, when I started racing MR2 Championship, we were allowed to use a previous version of this tyre, which was confusingly similarly named the R888. Now, the R888 was a very simple cut-slip compound, so very different from the tyres on your ordinary streetcar. It was pretty much a slick tyre, except that it had what I would call little squiggly cuts in the tyre tread, so they weren't all the way around the tyre. They were little sort of S-shaped, dogleg-shaped cuts that were uh, cut into the tyre, of course. I can't think of a better way to say it. And they were the only uh, cut in the tyre, so there was no groove, uh, there was no channel for the water, there were no tread blocks. It was a slick tyre with a single tread with these little S-shaped wiggly grooves cut into it uh, based on the direction of travel. So I'm sure you've seen uh, street tyres, high performance tyres that have a sort of V pattern cut into them. These little squiggles roughly followed the same formation, so they were directional, meaning it had left side tyres and right side tyres. But other than the little squiggly grooves, there was nothing. Now, Toyo developed that pattern into the R888R, which is what I'm using now, and the main difference is that I do now have a single groove uh, as well as the little squiggly patterns. Now what this does is it allows for greater wet grip performance and the way that it does that is by allowing the water on the road surface to fill the volume uh, in that groove and it disperses the water to the edge of the tyre. So what you've got to think about is if there was a sheen of water on the road surface and you were to put roll that tyre along it, the water has to go somewhere. Because otherwise, if it gets trapped between the road surface and your tyre, that's when you start the phenomenon of aquaplaning, where the tyre isn't touching the surface of the road at all, it is in fact just skidding along on the water as if it were a hovercraft. That's when you skid out of control. So the new tyre has supposedly better wet performance. However, let's just be very clear that this is a track day race performance tyre. I'd still describe it as a cut slick, quite frankly. I don't think there's really more than one tread block, even though we have this groove. It's just, it's a single tread with a groove in it, you know, and the squiggly pattern. It's not a case of having tread blocks uh, that you would have on an ordinary road tyre that then move around to generate heat and all the rest of it. So, it doesn't generate the same level of grip in wet conditions as a intermediate or wet tyre would do, it's just that the water has a little bit more space to go to uh, than it did with the previous version of this tyre. What I've noticed running in dry conditions with the R888R is that I can run a lot lower 
tire pressures, uh, particularly during the start of the stint, than I could before because it seems to build up the pressure and retain it a lot more aggressively than the previous version, which seemed to fluctuate quite easily. So we've been running pressures down towards 20, 22 PSI at the start of the session to finish up around the 28, 29 region at the end. Whereas maybe with the old tyre we were running 25, 26. I'm always of the opinion that I like the tyre for me at the end of the race rather than try and nurse the car home. So I always tend to start the race on a little bit lower tyre pressure. It can make me vulnerable at the start because I'm still getting up to temperature while perhaps other peepers are chosen higher tyre pressure to begin with, they're uh, good to go straight away. But as long as I drive with a sensible head, uh, the car's usually there for me at the end. That's the most important thing for me.